I'd like to let you know that coming up is Wild Oak Living. Today we're going to be talking uh, about building community, which is the theme of the show. There, um, We are going to be, uh, well, I'll, I'll let you know in a moment who all my guests are. One of the main themes of this program it was sort of in under the big umbrella of sustainable living is building community in Mendocino County and beyond. And today I'm going to have uh, actually three guests and, and, and we're all going to be talking about events coming up that help us uh, connect with each other and that help us build community. And my first guest this morning is going to be Suline Bell, who is the president of the board of the American Association of University Women, and she's going to talk to us about that organization and about a fundraiser, a fun fundraiser that they're doing. And um, and and in this in the second half of the program today, I'm going to be talking with Madge Strong and Jane McCabe, and they are going to be talking to us about an event coming up in Willits about that has that that's all to do with building community and with local organizations connecting with each other. So that's coming up in about uh, 25 minutes. And so we're going to start this morning. I'd like to um, let me just move some windows around here. Okay. Okay, so that I can see my guest on Zoom. I'd like I'd like to let you know that uh, I'd like to welcome uh, Suline Bell, who, as I said, is the president of the board for UA for AAUW Ukiah. That's the American Association of University Women, who is a leading and she is a leading voice in advocating equity for women and girls through education, advocacy, philanthropy, and research. She's here to tell us about a most interesting and unique fundraiser they're having called the Mascot Project. And I'd like to uh, let you know that Suline's first name is spelled S-U-L-I-N, Suline Bell. Welcome, Suline, to Wild Oak Living. Good morning. You're on mute. I can you hear me now? Yes. <laughs> the famous, okay. the famous, can you hear me now? <laughs> yes, right. we can hear you. I hope we can hear you. Okay, go ahead, Zoline. Welcome to Wild Oak Living. Well, first, I'd like to thank you for the opportunity to speak on uh, Live Oak. Uh, to me, Live Oak is uh, the potential of the acorn to become the living tree and uh, to ripple out into the larger community to help and unify us. So uh, thank oh, you Oh, how personally. sweet. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. It's a pleasure. So now, uh, next, I'd like to inform just a little bit more about AAUW and uh, why it is valuable to support. Yeah. I, was, I was fascinated to read that you have been around for more than 130 years. Yes, and uh, there's about 12,000 members and 800 college, university, institute uh, affiliations and partners. Uh, actually, currently, we are working with Mendocino College to create an AAUW student club. And that way, we can provide our membership for both um, mentoring both sides of it. They can put in some of the younger input and skills, and the older generation can put in some of our wisdom and skills. So that's one of the exciting projects we're currently doing. Before you go on, I'd just like to mention, uh, inspired by what you just said, that one of the 
it, it turns out that research has shown that one of the best ways um, to, to age well is to be connected with young people. So this is actually a really cool, uh, cool thing that you're talking about. Actually, now that you say that, there's another connection that research has shown that uh, I'll mention uh, when I start to talk about our mascot fundraiser, okay? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, what AAUW does to advocate women to achieve economic self-sufficiency and social uh, equality uh, one of the things we do is we provide scholarships for women returning to college. We uh, reward by uh, giving accolades and recognition for excellence for high school girls who have given more than expected in their academic endeavors. And for middle school girls, those uh, entering eighth grade, who are interested in STEM, uh, STEM meaning science, technology, engineering, and math, we offer scholarships for a, a summer program, a camp called Tech Check, and they take place on college campuses. In fact, I actually hear that the National Board is considering expanding these camps to the arts as well. And uh, it, right before COVID in 2019, we sent five girls to the Tech Trek at Sonoma State University. Uh, it's also designed to um, increase their uh, self-confidence as well as their education. We host also uh, the Mendocino Women's Political Coalition Candidate Nights in the fall and the spring for local elections so that the community can meet and hear from candidates so they can make informed choices when they vote. And we work with the uh, MWPC also uh, on the uh, Women's History Gala event that happens annually. And uh, just right now, in fact, the uh, nominations for uh, the women for this year are being processed and voted upon and, and the theme, that, I'm sorry go ahead that, the theme I was just, for this year is women who tell our stories <laughs> right what were you going to say I just wanted to mention that that event the 35th annual women's history gala is coming up on March 5th uh, that's yes, a, it'll be at the Saturday afternoon club again in mm -hmm. Ukiah mm -hmm. so put yes. that on your calendar if you're interested in that event and that you, uh, it's usually a daytime event, right? I this was, if I remember correctly. Yes, mm -hmm. yes, it is, and it's it's a lot of fun. There's delicious refreshments. There's a wonderful program, and you get to meet these women who are really outstanding, and you'll keep them in your memory. And in addition to that, um, we also run maybe three or four programs a year to expand the interests and uh, education of our own members. For example, we had a panel of representatives who worked with the West Company who helped them to develop their local businesses. We had uh, talks on Alzheimer's and dementia, which was very well attended, I might add, and uh, also a program on diversity, racism, and stereotyping. So um, 
I guess I'm talking about the AAUW to establish uh, to a greater degree that we're truly worthy of community support. You also, so, you also have a, a book club I, I see on your website, right, called The Bookmarkers? Yes, yes that's true, too, and uh, people are welcome to join it. That's been going on almost since the inception of uh, our chapter. And so, this year, we're, t we're uh, doing a first-of-its-kind fundraiser. We were uh, sort of brainstorming on something innovative, and we came up with deciding to pair our love and enjoyment of pets and other animals with raising funds for our important work. And we call it the mascot fundraiser, emphasizing the fun of the fundraiser. And uh, this is how it works. We run a contest to find an official mascot of the year for AAUW. And we are asking Mendocino County residents to send pictures of their pets. And then we're posting that on our website for an entrance fee of $10 donation. You don't have to be a member of AAUW. Anyone from Mendocino County can enter. Currently, we have some dogs and cats and some promises of goats, a <laughs> horse, and birds from Willits. And uh, actually, the deadline to enter is, uh, is this Sunday, the 29th. So this is the time to get inspired and uh, go directly to our website, uh, which uh, I guess I should, should I mention our website? Yes, please go ahead. Okay, so the website is um, uh, ukiah-ca.aaw.net. And after the entering, the, all the information you need is there, an entry form, and you can just follow very directly what it says. But then there'll be the voting. And that's a real chance for uh, demonstrating your support for AAUW. Starting on the next day, January 30th, and entering, uh, no, ending on February 16th, we'll decide who will be the official mascot. The voting donations are $5 for one vote, $10 for two, and $20 will give you 10 votes. And you can vote as many times as you want. And the point is to get all your friends and neighbors and family to vote as well. And it's fun. All you do is look at these adorable, loving pictures, find one or more that you like, and um, vote. And donations equal votes, and votes equal donations. So that's the uh, point of the fundraiser. You know, it... It seems that uh, people enthusiastically help support our animals. And this is an opportunity for our lovable animals to support us in helping humans. <laughs> so that was... I the, like it. The, uh, the winner will be the pet with the most votes. And they get a grand prize of a pet portrait by acclaimed pet portrait artist, Elisa Jose who lives here in Ukiah. 
they get the title official mascot 2023 of aaw the love and recognition which we know all pets love and can feel and the gratitude of our community and then we'll use the picture for publicity needs and the funds to do our work. So again, it's easy. Just go to the website, ukiah-ca.aauw.net for all the information. And email a picture of your pet and the entry form to aauwukiahbranch, all one word, at gmail.com. Which, by the way, I want to thank you, Johanna, for pointing out to me that I made a mistake on the um, emails and the posters I sent out. In wanting to be super helpful, I included www.ukiah-ca, etc. And I discovered, or you discovered for me, that the link will not work with the www dot in front of it. So I've done what I can to um, change some posters and some emails, and uh, hope. And also, I want to add um, that you can use PayPal directly from our website when you pay the donation, or you can just mail all of the entry form and the picture and the donation to our mailbox at AAUW Box sixteen twenty nine Ukiah. AAUW PO Box 1629, Ukiah. And uh, let's see. Well, why this particular fundraiser? Well, we wanted to raise funds at an appropriate time. Actually, um, it's near Valentine's Day, which is a very heartwarming time. Our hearts are open and lighthearted and loving. And we could possibly enjoy giving donations to support important unifying work while looking at something that makes us smile. So um, Sounds like that could be a good Valentine's gift, too. Well, that's a good idea. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Valentine's <laughs> gift for yourself, for your pet, for the community. Sort of wraps it all up. Yeah. And, you know, other organizations during the holiday time when usually we have parties and auctions and raffles and things uh, so many organizations now are needing uh, yes. support and they're all throwing parties and auctions all around the same time over the holiday season so we were looking for another time that would be appropriate and that this seemed good oh looks like somebody else is here yeah <laughs> oh, great. Hi. Um, by the way, one more thing, that if all of this perks your interest, there is a membership application on the website as well, and we're projecting some interesting programs this year. Hi. And um, like, for example, our annual spring dinner, which is catered at Ravino Winery, and we introduce the scholarship members and uh, new people on the board and we discuss with the membership uh, possible changes and innovations and just enjoy getting together having some good drinks and uh, discussing um, a little bit of our monthly newsletter which is called valley view which facilitates our communication and keeps the thread being woven and just one more thing for our big finale for the mascot fundraiser 
we're having a celebration party on February 18th at 2 o'clock at the Saturday Afternoon Clubhouse, which is located at 107 South Oak Street in Ukiah. There'll be an opportunity for final voting, and we will announce the winner. There'll be human refreshments and take-home treats for pets. And if you have any questions that I haven't covered or needed repeating, you can email me personally at sulinbell at gmail.com. Sulinbell, S-U-L-I-N-B-E-L-L at gmail.com. And I just okay. want to say that um, if if you're having trouble with the name of your website, I found it very easy to find your website by simply typing A A U W um, into into uh, Ukiah into the into my search engine, and that brought your website right up. So A A U W Ukiah will in your search engine should should bring up the website, and the link to the contest is on the first page. So I just want to summarize and reiterate what you said about your fundraiser, the mascot fundraiser. So there's really two phases, right? The, the first phase is to submit pictures of pets um, that you're trying to nominate as, as a mascot, and that is open until the 29th of this month, right? And then yes. the second part is is to to donate to for the ability to vote on your favorite mascot, uh, and that's that runs then I guess from the end of the month until February sixteenth. And anyone can vote, mm-hmm. not only people who enter, and you can vote as many times as you want. Right. Okay. Okay. Great. So um, I wanted to uh, ask you, um, what do you what do you see? Uh, one of the things, one of the most gratifying things I've experienced in in my time here on Earth, uh, you know, and I I started college in the in the late seventies, and um, um, is is just the number of girls and women, you know, that that are able to 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 go to college and that are able to get a university education. I mean, it's been open, you know, to women thankfully for a long time now, at least in the in the twentieth century. But um I think I think uh, what we're seeing in the last I don't know how many years, maybe ten or twenty years, is is just so many fields, medicine, uh so many fields where women weren't were underrepresented for all these years are are now uh, you know are now coming uh, you know, there's more representative of the number of women in, in terms of their share of the population, or at least it's getting in that direction. What do you th- What do you think? What are some of the most important challenges and some of the things that your organization works on to address? Well, first, helping them get back to college if they can then leave their families to do that, and uh, to um, establish uh, economic self-sufficiency is very important. And uh, more and more women are now enterprising and independent entrepreneurs, uh, which is wonderful to see and um, experience, I myself being one of them. And uh, what el- the question was? What else is important? What, what are some of what? What is your organization focus on in terms of the challenges that women face? You know, to obtain university educations. Well, we focus on um, providing programs that will help educate in terms of financial uh, arrangements. Mm-hmm. We provide. Uh, 
information about the family as an important center for all of this to happen. Uh, we provide information through our programs about health concerns uh, that keep things going and help balance the scale when everyone is uh, healthy and moving along a good value system. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I noticed I noticed that one of your focuses, and I think you did mention it earlier, is is STEM education, science. Science. What does STEM stand for again? Science, technology, engineering, engineering and math. Engineering and math. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And um, lately, I've been meeting some young people, and have been really surprised at how many people are going in that direction, which will work on many counts because that those areas seem to be very. Um, doing well financially in paying women and men for being there. Yeah. Uh, although we could still use some help with uh, education and teachers, teachers uh, getting better salaries and school, so schools being better supported. I just would like from my own personal experience to encourage you mentioned earlier about women going back to college. I went to college when my kids were little already. You know, I didn't go to college right out of high school. Um, I, and I actually really hated school when I was in high school. But once I got to college, you know, when I was an adult and my kids were little and it was really hard, you know, childcare and all that was really, really hard. Money was really, really hard. But I am so glad I persevered and did that. Um, you know, I'm grateful for the education that I got and I'm grateful for what I was able to pass on to my kids based on that education um, you know in, in my work in my work in high tech that resulted from my education so I just want to encourage you you know if, if 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 you didn't enjoy school in high school or if you you know if if you're further on in life uh, I, th I think it can be really re rewarding to go back to school I, I agree with you I know that when I first went to college I wasn't really well focused and it was what, how much could I get away with really. And uh, when I went further to get my master's degree and was started to focus on what really interested me, which at that time was sociology and social psychology, I was totally into it. I could get behind it and so the scales were much better balanced at that time. Yeah. Well, we've got a couple minutes left before we transition to the next program segment, so I just want to invite you to share any contact information you want to share again and any closing remarks that you might want to send people off with. Well, again, please, the website has all the information you need, thanks to um, our website master, Kyle Mayers, and it is ukiah.ca.aaw.net, or just type in your browser, uh, Ukiah AAW, and you'll find it. And uh, also, please move on it quickly if you want to enter a pet, but if that's not what your goal is, please go there and see these fabulous pictures. They really will make you smile and lighten your day and vote for some of them. We would appreciate your donations. There are many more things we support more than we could speak here. And there are more prizes in winning as well. So thank you so much for listening. And again, Johanna, thank you for all the work you do to help unify our community. Oh, thank you for your kind remarks and all the best for your fundraiser and for your organization, Zulin. Thank you. Thank you. Um, 
We've been talking with Sulin Bell, who is the president of the board of AAUW Ukiah, the American Association of University Women, which is a leading voice in advancing equity for women and girls through education, advocacy, philanthropy, and research. And she was here to tell us about this interesting and unique fundraiser they're having called the Mascot Project. And again, if you want to find their website, type AAUW Ukiah, and you should be able to find it in all. And there's a link on the page about this mascot project and about the upcoming events. And now we're going to shift gears. And thanks again for joining us, Sulin. Now we're going to shift gears, and but we're going to stay on building community and connecting organizations with each other and people with each other, which is the, the fa my favorite theme for this program. And I would like to welcome to Wild Oak Living Madge Strong and Jane McCabe, who are here to talk to us uh, both well-known names in our community who, who wear many, many hats and who do a lot for building community, including serving on, on city, on the Willits City Council and, and, uh, Willits Economic Localization and, and, um, Madge hosts the inland, uh, manages the Inland Valley Women's Chorus. So Madge and Jane, I don't know you as well, but maybe you can share with us too some of the things that you do for our community. I know your name. I just don't know you that well personally. But um, you are here to talk to us today about an event that's coming up. And feel free to, mute, to unmute yourself now. You're here to talk to us about an event that's coming up in Willits um, <coughs> about having to do with building community and connecting organizations with each other. Welcome to Wild Oak Living, both of you. Thank you. Um, I'll, I'll start because Jane is trying to unmute herself now. Okay. <laughs> uh, we pr uh, particularly want people to know about this gathering that we're uh, hosting on February 5th. It's Sunday at 4 o'clock at the uh, new firehouse on East Commercial Street in Willits. And the idea of this um, event is to bring individuals and groups who are working to make our community healthier and more connected bring us together and just share what we're doing, what our um, hopes are, and find ways that we can support each other and um, augment the connections that we have as a community. We realize that if nothing else, when um, crisis hits, you want to know your, your your neighbors and your fellow community members and it makes a, a big difference so that <clears throat> we are all on the same page even if we have different political views or you know live in different parts of town or up in the hills we're all in this together um, especially in times of crisis but really all the time so that's the whole point of um, having a gathering that uh, well the Willis economic localization is just the facilitator of getting this group of people and and groups and individuals together, um, but we we well have been working on trying to make Willits a more sustainable community for I think it's I can't even remember sixteen years now I think. <laughs> I was just going to mention that, that you, your group has been around for a long time. I remember uh, having you on Wild Oak Living all those years ago to talk about when the group first came together. And amazingly, you're still active and you're still together, which is which is a real testimonial, I think, to the dedication of the people involved, but also maybe to the to the importance of the of the topic of of economic localization. Um, and I want to talk a bit more about that. Uh, I'm just. Trying 
trying to understand about the about the event before we before we talk about well more in general. Um, so, what is this is sort of? Uh, what do you have specific types of organizations and individuals in mind, or you know, like do you have like a list of topics that you want to focus on, or maybe t talk a little bit more about? It looks like Jane is still on mute, and of course Jane can join. Uh, it, as soon as you can take yourself off mute, Jane, we would love to have you part of this conversation. Okay. Well, I don't. Um, I don't think I can. I can unmute you. I was. I've been trying to unmute you from here, but I don't. It doesn't seem to work. So, you'll have to find out a way to unmute yourself on your end. Okay. Well, I'll keep. Uh, you'll keep talking. <laughs> I'll keep talking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, Matt, idea... before. Hold on a second. Before you go into, I realized I, I, I. We went through the half hour mark, and I didn't. Oh. I didn't ID the station and the show. I would just like to let you know this is Johanna Weldock, and you are tuned to Wild Oak Living, which is a w program that comes to you every other week. It alternates with the Cannabis Hour, and it's all about living sustainably and building community in Mendocino County and beyond. And if you have any comments or questions or suggestions for topics, I always love to feature local people and local organizations who are contributing to building community and, and offering solutions to issues in our community and doing doing good things in general. Um, and so if you have an organization like that or if you are somebody who does that or if you want to nominate somebody to be on Wild Oak Living to talk about their work, please send me an email, contact at wildoak.org. That's contact at wildoak.org. And of course, please support the station that these kinds of programs run on by going to kzwax.org and donating what you can. Thank you. Okay, Madge, let's talk about the event. Okay, so once again, it's going to be Sunday, February 5th at 4 o'clock. By the way, that's the same day as Edie Ciccarelli's 115th birthday, but that uh, happens at 1 o'clock, so you can be in the parade to honor her uh, incredible birthday the third um, oldest person in the world i understand right that's correct and the uh, oldest person in the united states oh wow yeah so anyway she's she's an example of what, what a um a healthy community could produce to, like the blue zones project has been talking about how to make everybody live a longer healthier life and that's what well is about and that's what our event on february 5th um, after Edie's birthday party um it's going to be at four o'clock at the firehouse on east commercial street the new beautiful firehouse here in willits <clears throat> so um it is going to be a potluck but we encourage people to come even if you don't have the energy to make a potluck dish we'll have enough food uh the idea is just to get diverse groups together um well has you know been around for a long time and we have our kind of niche that we work on we're kind of an umbrella for a lot of different issues um but a lot of other activists in the community are working on things like local food um expanding our housing for both the unsheltered and the people that that can afford to buy or rent but can't find anything so housing is a big issue health um both self-help um health <laughs> and also medical help um the, uh, energy conservation uh, water conservation uh, improving our downtown and our walkability in town all of these issues are uh, have different 
advocates who work on them, but they're really all connected. I'm sorry, I'm just going to quickly stop that yeah, call. Yeah, it, it might be Jane. <laughs> it might be Jane trying to get in touch to see how she can admit yourself. Um, Jane, if, if you're listening, one way that you could try it is to simply drop out of the Zoom call and dial back in, and then maybe you maybe you'll be on the... <clears throat> Maybe you'll be on unmuted because I ended up unmute. I ended up muting you when you came on the call because I was still in the other segment. So if you want to, if you want to just uh, click on end to end your participation in the call and then dial back in, maybe that will put you on unmute so that you can join our conversation. Okay. All right. Hopefully that will work. Okay. okay. I've been on so many Zoom calls and, and tech always ends up being a fairly substantial <laughs> percentage of the call. Exactly. Uh, so, so yes, what we're looking for is um, the diversity of our community. And we are trying to um, reach out and invite people, but anybody who we didn't actually make a special point of inviting is invited because the idea is to build those connections between different groups and individuals in our community and use that energy to not only you know hear what everybody's working on but also support each other uh, we would love to start getting a community calendar so people don't schedule their events on the same day as each other um, and there are ways that we can have synergy between these different groups I'm, I'm thinking of over the last 15 or so years when uh, as well has been uh, working on sustainability we've got the grange working on local food and doing uh, pancake breakfasts and film series that are fabulous and by the way they're having a wonderful film on sunday the 29th at two o'clock uh, with bandana shiva and uh, seed saving and so forth so th that's another example of a group that's been working on pieces of the sustainability and connectivity of our community. Um, we have the herbal um, health groups. We have um, various organizations that work on local um, distributing food <clears throat> in the food bank, for example. So um, the tribes, um, the Hispanic community, we, we're hoping that this will build more connections between us so we don't think of us and them. We are all us. We're all in it. And uh, that way we, we can help each other uh, in good times and in crisis times. <clears throat> I know that Jane is also wanting to feature in particular. Actually, Jane, now that you're on. <laughs> and oh, you're there on you are. <laughs> there you are. I was just sending you an email. <laughs> I, I was trying always to reach out how to work this stuff. <laughs> so Jane, why don't you talk about sort of uh, we're gonna have a couple of kind of key um, issues highlighted, but all issues are welcome. But why don't you talk about some of the people who might And and um, give us a quick introduction to yourself for those of us who don't know you. Well, my name is Jane McCabe and I've been active in this community for coming up twenty two years and uh, love living here it's such a such a beautiful place and i think we have such a diverse community as far as uh thinking and uh producing community because i think community is produced through diversity through different opinions through uh people feeling like um 
we need to do things the old way. And every time I have to work on technology, I, I want them to do things the old way. <laughs> it's, it's so frustrating to me. It's like, I, I, it doesn't seem to matter to me how many Zooms I've been on. I can still mess it up, get lost, can't find my way back. <laughs> but um, I've been active in community through well, um, actually. Well, it's economic localization and uh, the Grange. I think the Grange is doing a wonderful job of supporting our community uh, and and maintaining an old historic building. That is a major challenge because it's an old schoolhouse. But I think the diversity of uh, coming together with different viewpoints, uh, the ranchers that are out in the valley, they have a different way of looking at things uh, because they've been doing this ranching for years and years and um, I just want to comment about the Fords, uh, John and Charlene Ford are just the most amazing people, and they tenaciously uh, raise grass-fed beef that are just fantastic for our community, and they have other people helping them now uh, because they've gotten older, and it's a big challenge, and I'd say that's exactly what I was going through this morning. Here I am, pushing 80 trying to figure out how all this technology works. And on a good day, I actually press the right button and don't accidentally hit the wrong one and get completely lost. <laughs> but on a regular day, I do that. So I think it's important for us to know that we support each other. And that's one of the reasons why I love the Grange Breakfast, where we all come together um, the only agenda is to eat good, healthy, organic food, and um, the Grange does a wonderful job of sourcing that through our community. Jane, that's the Little Lake Grange in Willits, right, just to say for the exactly rest of our county here. <laughs> the Little Lake Grange in Willits, and I think all our Granges in Northern California and across uh, America are working hard to do that, to provide a community place where everybody feels like they could gather that it doesn't have to be one kind of thinking or another, that it's uh, it's good that we're humans and that we're joining together to support each other. One of the things that I'd like to see is more diversity of housing in our community and more housing starts and something maybe along the range of, of small housing so that we can get more people housed. I, I think it's... Um, I think a shame and, and very passe that we still have people that are homeless in our community. Um, I think it's like thinking that we should always get places by riding a horse on a trail. I mean, riding a horse is fun, but it's not how we think about transportation any longer. And I think uh, horse and carriage has gone and we don't think about uh, a place to park our carriage. We have vehicles and hopefully looking more and more towards sustainable ones um, using electricity or hybrid. But when we have people that are unhoused, that's a basic necessity. And there are ways that we could at least have housing for those people at night. And it's being done in some other communities. Um, I just read an article that happened in Sonoma County, in the town of Sonoma, and they started a shelter there, a nighttime shelter, by opening it under um, a yoga meditation center. 
that would run from nine at night until nine in the morning, and then everyone would have coffee and leave. And I, I just think that's such a brilliant idea. We need to think outside the box. We need to realize that our counties and our cities cannot provide all the things that we need. But if we look at things that are and I'll, if we just look at things in a humane way, in a loving way, in a kindness way towards one another, and not have it be those and them, have it all be us. One, one opportunity that's really interesting to me is... Um is um, the fact that with a lot of a lot more people working at home, there are now many more office buildings that are not being used. And I don't know how prevalent that is in our county or in the town of Willits, but in general, there's some thinking along the lines of, well, you know, if those office spaces are empty, they have bathrooms, they have, in some cases, showers and gyms and kitchens and things. You know, people could live there. People did live there before, <laughs> basically, you know, when they worked 10 or 12 hours a day. Um, so, you know, that's, there's, like you said, think outside the box and think creatively and, and, and without, you know, without the limitations that we sometimes impose upon ourselves. I, I wanted to uh, mention again the diversity of different groups and individuals working on things. So one of the people that we're uh, especially going to have speak to us on February 5th is um, Helen Philandes, who does the... Um, what's it called? Uh, Manzanita. Manzanita program. And, and she's the one that kind of lit our fire about the unsheltered because she's a daytime program. And especially during these incredible rainstorms we had and wind and cold and freezing, and she would have to send people out into the cold. So she's going to speak about the unsheltered and uh, what we can do better about that. And it's wonderful to bring various um, uh, ideas from diverse people about how could we address that. We can't expect our city government, speaking as a city council member, uh, to, to handle some of these social problems. These are community problems. They're not just a government problem. And the governments of our city and county don't have the, the resources to provide everything we have to do it ourselves you know um and i also just wanted to bring in other kind of diversity like for example i think will and the chamber of commerce here in willits haven't ever really gotten our heads together and later today the chamber of commerce is hold, holding a um, um kind of a workshop for entrepreneurs and businesses and how we can help our our community businesses thrive and I'm one of the speakers of that, so that we can start um, cross-fertilization among different groups. Um, we, we just can't keep isolating ourselves and thinking, well, I'm only going to look at, you know, X issue. Oh, hey, another, another example, <clears throat> and that is just recently, well, because we're a 501c3 nonprofit organization, we have insurance and we have status with the federal government for donations to be um, tax deductible. And um, the, um, let's see, Sarah Grusky uh, is starting or trying to start a um, mobile apothecary because her passion is to make health care more accessible 
lower cost. So instead of going and if you don't have health insurance or it's not adequate, spending, God knows, thousands of dollars on medication, people can find alternative medicine at affordable cost and have it be really easily accessible to everybody. So that's her particular passion. And well, because of our nonprofit status, is able to sponsor that activity. Um, again, you know, our different groups and individuals with each of us having things that we really care about the most and want to put our hearts and, and energy into can support each other. Um, we're not in competition. We're we're going to be mutually supportive. And so I hope people will show up on February 5th at 4 o'clock with or without a potluck dish <laughs> and uh, and enjoy the camaraderie and exchanging ideas. Um, so again, this is an event coming up on February 5th, Sunday, February 5th. Is that, is that correct? At 4 o'clock at the new firehouse in Willits on Commercial Street. To all about building community. And I just want to reiterate that you are tuned to Wild Oak Living. This is Johanna Wild Oak. I bring you this program every other Thursday from 9 to 10 a.m. And right now, my guests are Matt Strong, City Council Member in Willits, and Jane McCabe. And they, I, you're both associated with WELL, right? With Willits Economic yes. Localization. <coughs> and they are sponsoring an event uh, about building community and they are inviting organizations and individuals who want to connect with each other about uh, building community in uh, are you uh, one of the things I wanted to ask you are you focused primarily on the Willits area or is this more of a countywide thing or what is your vision for that I yeah we have always well has always been really focused on Willits but the broader Willits which mm -hmm. actually um, you know, not just the city of, but the whole um, 954-90, and also uh, Laytonville and uh, Potter Valley and Covalo, because they don't really have um, a center, you know, um, organize, whatever. We're, we're kind of also part of that community. So anybody in that north uh, sector of our county, um, if this model of getting people together works, we encourage it to be, to be done uh, throughout the county and throughout, you know, throughout the, the state and the so, country. So if there's somebody from another part of the county who's interested in that kind of thing, they could come and, and participate and maybe take the spirit and some of the processes and, and duplicate them in other parts of the county. Absolutely. Yeah. This actually reminds me of when Well first started. We were we were doing that exact same thing. We were bringing different elements of the Willits community together. Um, the idea is you can be more effective at your local level. You know, because you know the people, you have much more impact. It's kind of tangible. <laughs> this is where I live. This is where I want us to thrive and be healthy. Um, and it. If it works, then spread it and have everybody do the same thing. But but our um, culture in America in general has gone the other way. It's like people go to great huge uh, big box stores and sometimes they drive 45 minutes or an hour to go there. They buy things on the internet. So it's gone, you know, uh, global instead of local. And we want to return to a healthier local community and I think they aren't incompatible you can still you know you can still go to the internet if you have to but we want 
uh, we want to thrive where we live, and we want everybody to do that. <clears throat> yeah, if you live at the end of a dirt road like like I do, sometimes I do go to the internet because that has less of an impact than if I drive into town. But when I'm in town, then I try to shop as much locally as I possibly can. Um, so I just wanted to ask you. You mentioned Madge or Jane. You mentioned earlier that one of the speakers uh, is going to be Helen Philandis to talk about this uh, project for the unhoused. So you have uh, you have some speakers lined up, and you're inviting others to join. Or can you talk a bit more about that? That's the structure of the event and some of the ideas. Yeah, Jane, why don't you do that? Well, she pitches the ball to me. Ouch! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry! <laughs> Big medicine ball. Here it is. <laughs> well, I, I think that um, Helen is coming, and also we have people invited from our food bank and uh, s- several other programs that uh, often serve the homeless. But um, the other thing that we're having is we're also going to have um, one of our own. Uh, Kurt is going to do a poem, a poetry that he's created, and uh, Madge is going to do uh, a song for us. We we All must right. take care of the children. Yeah, and uh, and, and hopefully also uh, Diane Smalley will do a song for us. Great. We're, we think that um, I think that if we if we bring a, a good program, if we get people together to just share their ideas, uh, hopefully they will be coming from the Grange too. And I want to put in a plug for a Grange event that's happening this coming Sunday. Uh, that's the Shiva event uh, about seeds and the incredible person that she is and the driving force Van, for you mean vandana shiva vandana shiva wow that is i mean that is just so amazing whenever i hear that one she's been here a couple of times that vandana shiva is coming to our little county you know this world-renowned uh activist from india and she's coming to visit us Madge, did you want to mention something about that I, well yeah i don't think she's actually going to be present oh, okay. in person okay <laughs> but it's so a documentary about her, oh, her life and her okay. work but and she has been here in person which is why i thought yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. she has and and i think this film is going to just give you the same glow and inspiration <laughs> that she would if she were here in person uh, it's apparently just you know really inspiring and beautiful film and people like that um, just are such um, beacons of light of what what is possible if we you know if we take responsibility and initiative and work with each other but I, I'm do you know specifics yeah. about that event what time it is at the little lake range it's two o'clock Yes, at two, and Richard Jeske is going to be um, giving information about growing um, grapes and also about um, collard, no, they're greens, what are they? Tree collards, yeah. Tree collards, yes, yes. So that's, yeah. Sunday, I'm just saying, Sunday the 29th, so this Sunday Mm -hmm. at two o'clock at the Grange, Right. Uh, and then the event that we've been talking about mostly is the following Sunday, February 5th, at 4 o'clock at the Firehouse. Uh, I'm, I'm going to definitely go to both of those. I think they both are going to be so heartwarming. 
um, just just wonderful about that. Somebody has been trying to call in, and, and I've been trying to time it so that I can pick up the caller, but uh, it goes away to, before I can pick it up. So, caller, if you have a question or a contribution to this discussion, please call back. We might have a minute or two to, to fit you in if you want to call back. Um, but uh, so let me just... Um, <coughs> Yes, go ahead, Matt. Oh, just another one of the people that when we say they're not going to be speakers, it's not going to be like half an hour, but, but little introductory uh, things is also going to be Sarah Grusky, who is seeking a grant to do this mobile apothecary. Um, local health providers are another big part of our community. Blue Zones uh, were very instrumental in the last time we had a small group get together. Blue Zones uh, is countywide, but they have a presence here in Willits. And what do they do? Uh, they, they have modeled um, their program to after communities around the whole world that have the most healthy longevity. Mm -hmm. and. So when we look at Edie Ciccarelli having her 115th birthday, we definitely qualify. <laughs> um, and the idea is that in order to have that kind of healthy longevity, you need to have community. You need to have goals. You need to have good food. You need to have shelter. These are so uh, the Blue Zones project uh, is happening to focus here in Mendocino County with providing ways to do that. How can we help our community be a healthier um, place to live. And so we're really very thrilled to have them participate on February 5th as well. And uh, going forward, I think they're going to be very instrumental in um, providing resources and, and advice because they're learning about this internationally, how to have healthy communities. Sounds like it sounds like a topic for Wilder Living. I'm going to put that Absolutely. on my list. <laughs> and yeah. also, I, I would love to talk to to you again after the event to see what transpired and some of the things that came out of it, and and you know maybe help get the word out about some of the projects that might come out of this event. Exactly. One of the points of getting together is we you know uh, exchange ideas, brainstorm, and all that. But we want to also have continuity and action projects going forward. So we're hoping by the end of this little gathering that people will say, the one I want to work on is you know X, Y, mm -hmm. or Z, and actually form little working groups so that we um, don't just talk. We right. walk right. the walk. You know, exactly. Get it done. Yeah, exactly. Well, you're listening to Wild Oak Living. My guests are Madge Strong and Jane McCabe from Willits Economic Localization. We're talking about an event that's coming up on on February 5th at 4 o'clock at the firehouse in Willits, uh, all oriented towards building community, having organizations and in individuals get together to talk about building community. Uh, we've got two minutes left, so I'm just going to give each of you like 30 seconds to because we have to go up off at 9.59 on the dot. <laughs> so if you want to offer any contact information or websites or closing remarks, now is the time. Okay, quickly, um, if you want to become a member of WELL or donate to keeping us alive and kicking and doing these kinds of programs, uh, you can go to well95490.org, join, donate. Um, the website is hopelessly out of date, but the join donate button works, or contact me, uh, I'm very happy to be a liaison here, mstrong at willitsonline.org.
dot com. Okay. Well, thank you so much. And Jane, thank you so much. Uh, I'm, I'm afraid we've totally run out of time now and I don't want to see you cut off. Thank you, Jane McCabe. And thank you, Matt Strong, for this event. And again, that's on February 5th uh, at 4 o'clock at the Firehouse. And this Sunday at 2 o'clock, a film about Vandana Shiva. So thanks for being on Wild Oak Living. I'll be back two weeks from now. Thanks for listening and for joining us this morning. This has been a production of Mendocino County Public Broadcasting. KZYX, Philo 90.7 FM, KZYZ, Willits and Ukiah 91.5 FM, and Fort Bragg at 88.1 FM. You can find more content like this on our website at kzyx.org, and consider donating by clicking the red donate button in the upper right corner. Thank you for listening.